Hi, I'm Dr. Amy Robbins, and welcome to Life, Death, and the Space Between podcast. I'm a licensed clinical psychologist and medium, and here we explore life, death, consciousness, and what it all means. Sharon Jameson is a life strategist, author, minister, entrepreneur, and corporate leader who is committed to helping you be who you were born to be and not settle for what society has taught and told you to be. Through her coaching programs, books, sister circles, and speaking events, she passionately challenges people to shed societal shoulds and outdated beliefs so they can soar higher in their personal and professional lives. Sharon earned her Bachelor's of Arts degree from Hampton University in Hampton, Virginia. She earned an MBA from Nova Southeastern University. Sharon's newest book, Deciding to Soar 2, Unwrapping Your Purpose, was just released this past October. Welcome to the show, Sharon. I'm so excited for our conversation today. Hi, quick little announcement. If you are interested in my program that's coming up, it will be, I think I'm going to release it around January or February, um, hoping for January. It's going to be about a 10 to 12 week program. I will be doing live workshops as well as live coaching. You'll have the opportunity to also learn from some experts that I will be bringing in around the concept of past lives and soul contracts. And we'll also be helping you really figure out a way to make sure that you are tapping into your essence and living your life backwards. So if you want to uh, click on that in my show notes, you'll be added to the wait list. You'll be the first to find out uh, when the program is launching and be able to sign up there. Um, And I think that's just about it for today. I am so honored to be with you. Thanks so much for giving me an opportunity to share today. So thanks again. So I came across your post. We are in a mutual Facebook group and I'm not in very many Facebook groups. I think two. And your you had a post about manifesting that really spoke to me. So can you tell us what manifesting looks like in your mind? Sure, sure. It's really interesting when we talk about manifesting, there's so many views out there that commercializes it. To me, manifestation is, is, a, is what happens after we pray. So let me kind of break it down. To me, I believe that prayer is when I discuss with God, I debate with God, if something is happening that I don't enjoy, I don't understand. And I also, I get directions from God. It's guidance, instruction, what to do, where to go. Now, manifestation is when I take that discussion and that debate and those directions, and I put those directions in action. So Mm. manifestation is about declaration, say with my mouth, the directions that I received during prayer, activating, believing, behaving, so that I, I participate in my prayers, as well as delivery, the fruition of the things that I pray about. So when I think about them, I think about them in two different ways. Prayer is discussion, debate, direction. To me, manifestation is declaration, demonstration, delivery. And you use those things together 
Because without getting good direction, you can't have manifestation in a way that aligns with you. To me, to be in total alignment, I have to tap into God and say, God, what do you want from me now? This is what I understand my life to be. Is it what you want me to do? I get those directions, then I have clarity, then I have courage, then I have commitment, and then I start acting as if to bring what I desire, what are the downloads into fruition, manifest them. So so to me, they're very, they, they work together like peanut butter and jelly, but I <laughs> try to 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 uh, pull them apart but to me they go hand in hand and it's not new age it's ancient wisdom we were doing manifestation before it had a name so when someone doesn't if you don't believe in god right. you don't believe there's a god how would you manifest something good question it, it doesn't have to be everybody understand and has a god of their own understanding we all understand God differently. Sometimes people say God, sometimes God, she, he, they. Sometimes people understand a higher force as energy, the universe, nature. So when I say God, I'm really saying something that is bigger than us. And to me, there is something bigger than us. We might give it another name. We might experience it another way because we all experience and express God differently based on how we are wired. Mm-hmm. I think there are a whole variety of ways of, of getting that that knowledge. It could be prayer, it could be taking, it could be working out. It's it's really when our soul gets direction. And and my grandmother used to say it like this: "It's when something hits your soul, you know that you know that you know." Versus, some, I love that. And and when it hits your soul, you have a piece about it, uh, and you're not in pieces. You have a piece because it feels right. Even if you don't have language for it, because remember, our soul knows more and experiences more and senses more than our mind can. Our mind is limited. So that's what, where I feel that however you, you, however you experience something higher than you that taps into your inter- intuition, which is your inner witness, that's when you understand, you get your marching orders. And then you muster up the courage and the clarity and the commitment, and you make it, and you make it happen, and you make it happen through your thinking, through your being, through your your understanding, through your learning, through your growing, through your hands, your hands, your heart, and and your head all have to be in alignment to do it. So, can you walk me through kind of what like? Can we take an example and kind of break it down as to what this would look like? Sure, sure. Like so, so you pray and you just sit quietly and sort of contemplate and wait for what comes or do you ask a specific question? Ah, great question. I think it's, it happens in different ways based on what else is going on in your life. Sometimes people get the moment, the aha moment when they're journaling. Some people get it in the shower. Some people get it when we're working out. And that's why I'm very careful not to, I don't like prepackaged understandings of manifestation. You know, the prepackaged Mm-hmm. It comes like this because it happens based on what you're receptive to and also how God, God, the universe needs to get your attention. I'm going to give you an example. Sometimes, because I'm so strategic, when God wants me to do something or the universe wants me to do something, if I don't see the data, I won't do it. But my soul knows to do it. 
So sometimes the data, the, the information says one thing, but the inspiration says another thing. I have learned to follow my inspiration because I know sometimes my mind, I don't have the capacity to know the mind of God. I don't see all the, I don't see all the pieces of the puzzle. So I have learned to trust the inspiration and faith is a muscle that you have to develop. Mm -hmm. so I develop that muscle. And, and sometimes this is what we say in the, my faith tradition. When you can't trace God, you have to trust God. When you can't trace God, you have to trust God. So it's like, you know what? I don't know what's happening. I don't know how this works, but I do know that all things that God or the universe is always orchestrating people, places, and things for my highest good. So, so since I believe that something is for my highest good, I believe that it's something is always being orchestrated, but I understand that my time is not God's time. So even though is it tomorrow? Well, tomorrow in my mind might be Friday, but tomorrow in the mind of God might be 2022. So I understand that I don't have the concept because I'm finite, but God is infinite. So that's why I have to put a lot of trust. And I pray. And, and, and sometimes my conversation, that's why prayer is a discussion. Because sometimes I'm like, well, God, I think you're telling me. I think, I think this is what I'm understanding. Is this it? And, and sometimes we're going to get it wrong. Mm-hmm. And so when you say, is this it, you wait to have that when the soul know whatever, what your grandma said, when the soul knows, the soul knows, the soul knows, or do you look for kind of the physical manifestation of it in some form, like a sign or, or both? Do you say like, can you show me concretely that this is where I'm headed because of this? What a great question. It depends on my faith. Some things I have a lot of faith for. And um, for example, I would say my career. I have a lot of faith for that. So if, if I hear that, um, if I believe that I'm being told to do something, I'll do it. Now, when it comes to love, I don't I have had a lot of bad relationships. So, I, so sometimes I'm like, okay, well, I think this is important. I think this is what you're leading me, but I'm going to wait. God, I need a sign here. I need a sign. And so, but however, that's part of the discussion because I bring my whole self to God, to the God of my understanding. So sometimes I say, listen, this is what I think, but I need a sign. But however, um, I, I, but we have to be honest. See, I don't believe that God is this thing of this, this being in the sky. Mm -hmm. I believe that everything I do, God is there. So, I, but I'm also okay to, to make a mistake. Because see, I don't believe that God requires perfection. God requires willingness. So I'm like, well, I might get this wrong, and I'm okay if I'm wrong. Mm -hmm. I don't put myself into judgment. Oh, I'm going to hell. I don't do all of that. I learned not to do that 20 years ago. I'm like, if I get it wrong with God, you know what? I missed you that time. So, so I'm going to try to hear differently. Or I say, God, speak to me differently. 
well, I, maybe I need somebody to come and give me some, say a word that I, I will only know. Or maybe I need to see a bird fly by. Or maybe I need to see something in a dream. I ask for signs because I know there are parts of me that are not strong. There's some topics that are not as strong. And I, but if you understand that we go to God as a loving parent, however we understand God versus somebody who's going to get you and send you to hell, you have a very different relationship. You've you've talked about this, and I've heard this sort of in your talking today. But the a the a b c d e's and f's yes, yes. of of man. I guess you you don't separate manifesting and prayer. It is it is one unit. You can't have one without the other. Yes, this is like a continuation, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so to me, the A is for awareness. What do I want, and why? Why am I seeking this and why? Because I think sometimes when we want something to manifest, we need to understand the why. Because if we don't have a strong why, we won't, we won't hold on to the message, nor we won't keep committed until it happens. So the awareness is, what do I want and why? The- so, so let me just break this down a little bit, because I really want to understand this for myself and to explain it to my listeners. So the awareness would be, I'm going to take like this a thing that I think is for many people, they want more money, right? That's a big thing that people want to manifest, more money. But it's not about the money, right? You want to ask, okay, what is that? What do I want that money for? Yes. And if I'm understanding that that you having that money has to be in alignment with your with the soul, with soul's work or soul's purpose. Absolutely. Right. Amy, perfect. Perfect. I because the thing is, I think sometimes when we don't know why we want something, when we get it, we abuse it or we mismanage it. I think that everything has a purpose. Manifestation is about purpose to me. Right. So to me, it's what do I want and why do I want it? Now, that helps us understand if we're operating from an ego place versus a soul place. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, guess what? We're operating from an ego place. Just admit it. Mm-hmm. I just want this because I want it. See, I, but I have a very different understanding of God, right? Mm-hmm. Even if I don't say it, God knows my heart. So just say it. Just be honest. <laughs> Stay in integrity with yourself. Mm. for being how can i be this how can i how can i behave it for example if i say god i want to have more money being that person is i'm going to start studying how to handle the money how to invest the money how to master fight has to become more financially literate i cannot ask for something that i don't know how to take care of why do we give our four-year-old the keys to a car and say, go drive? No. We wait until they're mature enough, understand the rules, and then we give them a car. I think that's what people don't understand. Sometimes people are like, well, I'm praying, but I'm like, do you have the maturity and the capacity to handle what you pray about? Mm. That's really important. And mm-hmm. Remember, you, you don't give a four-year-old a lawnmower and say, go cut the grass. You wait till they have the capacity, the emotionally, the spiritually, uh, physically, financially to handle it. If not, our prayers, our blessings become burdens. So often people want stuff, but then they are overexposed and underdeveloped. 
you don't want to be overexposed and you get a million dollars and you lose it. What happens to lottery winners? That's a good example. Mm-hmm. You don't know how to, you don't know, you're not financially literate. You don't have the capacity. You don't have the mentality. You don't have the mastery. You don't have the mindset. Easy come, easy go. Why? So being is how can I be that person and, and behave like that person needs to behave so I can be a good steward of the manifestation. You want to mm, mm-hmm. right? The, the C is for conditions. Now, the, in our, our circumstances, that means how can I stack the odds in my favor? That means how can I watch what I consume in my mind, in my body, in my spirit? Two, how can I make sure I'm having healthy conversation so that I'm imbibing and inculcating new knowledge and, and not a lot of toxicity? How can I make sure I have good connections? So when I feel weak, I have someone propping me up and encouraging me to, to say, Sharon, you wanted it, you can do this. We all need a cheering squad, right? It's all about curiosity. Curiosity is important because when we want things, when we are trying to manifest, we hold on to the manifestation, but we just date the strategy. Mm. If we want wealth, that's the that's the goal. We might somebody might give it to us. We might earn it. We might sell something. We might talk something. We might realize that we have a new talent. So I always say, this is what I want. But this is my always the question I ask myself, God. I know you have already given me the ability to have it. Help me see myself better. So I can tap into the resources that I already have. And so, so that is, so that's what curiosity is there because there's always more of us that we don't know about ourselves. We only know ourselves based on what has already been affirmed, but the part of ourselves that we have not even tapped into yet. We are smarter and more brilliant, more powerful, more creative than we ever know. So that's why my prayer every night is God, show me what you had in mind when you created me. Help me see my family. Mm-hmm. I know I'm bigger than this. Help me believe it and see it. Help me remind me who I was before I was socialized out of my gifts. Mm. Right? My God, there's so many nuggets in this. Right, because we are socialized out of our who we were. I'll give you an example. I came to the world and three and four and five years old, I knew I was going to be a speaker. I knew I was powerful. I don't know how I knew, but I just knew it, and my family affirmed it. But throughout fifth, four, throughout a five-year-old, six-year-old, seven-year-old, racism started telling me, you can't do that. You're black. You're a girl. You're broke. You're poor. So I went to kindergarten feeling empowered, and in two weeks, I lost all my power. Why? Mm-hmm. Because everybody said I was nothing. So what happens for so many of us, we enter into the world about three or four years old, we see all of our gifts, but then we get socialized out of our gifts. We get socialized out of who we are, right? And that's why if you think about babies, babies have a sense sense that they can sense goodness. Have you totally get a baby and the baby doesn't like a person? I trust that baby, same with animals. I know. My husband's like that with animals. Like every animal he sees just like walks up to him and leans in. Yes. Why? Because our spirits, babies still remember what it means to hear and sense God. We we forget about that because we used to tell people when we we saw us sense God, they're like, don't say that. You're crazy. 
That's not true. We were not crazy. So now we have, in 40, 50 years old, we have to relearn something that we were taught not to believe. So that is the C. The E is for environment. The, hmm. who, where am I positioning myself? An environment is not only, Amy, the external environment. It's my internal environment. My soul, hmm. my infrastructure. Because you never want your business to outgrow you. And so as your business is growing up, you have to grow within. Even as you get married, as your, if you want your marriage to grow, you have to grow. It means that you have to develop internal infrastructure so you can carry the weight. Not only of failure, carry the weight of success. That's why we see a lot of people who, are, who have had a lot of success and they commit suicide or something else. Why is the internal infrastructure? Mm -hmm. We help. Sometimes we need therapists and and um, medicine. I tell people sometimes you need a good cocktail of prayer and Prozac. <laughs> you know, but see that's not right. a lot. Of, a lot of people in faith tradition say don't do that. I'm thinking go get you some Prozac. Go get you some therapist and a coach. Go get whatever you need to be the highest version of yourself because you only manifest from a place of imagination, not desperation. So you, the, 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 the more well you are, the better you can tap into the goodness of what's available to you. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So that's environment. The D is for deliberate choices, deliberate decisions. And it's also for allowing yourself to what I call to be in constructive discomfort. Constructive discomfort means that this doesn't feel good, but I'm growing. Oh, this hurts. It hurts. Mm -hmm. right right so that's the, the 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 f is for feet faith your faith needs to have feet faith is something is god's work in action faith is the feet and the g is for growth we have to grow emotionally spiritually to handle more manifestation you can't handle more until you become more and that means and the growth means is also part of the h is the healing the more healed I am from the narratives that told me I'm nothing, the bigger I, a bit, the more my, my imagination can play. My father used to always say this. He said, your, your imagination needs room to play in. But mm -hmm. the choice, unhealed, here's my imagination, very small, small. I'm healed, I have a spirit of abundance. Whoa, now my imagination can turn and twist and twirl now I can tap into much goodness. I can see it for myself and for others. That's why manifestation and prayer and healing, they all are cousins. They walk three together. You can't manifest from a broken place. And that's why they're all very important. Uh, there's so much there. Holy cow. I mean, that was just like... It's just mind blowing. So when people get really frustrated when things aren't manifesting, it sounds like your advice to them would almost be to go back through these A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H mm -hmm. and look at where they might be missing something, right? That, that there's a part of them that probably isn't in alignment in order to manifest whatever it is they're looking to manifest. And I also think just 
I think you're saying this, and I've said this before too, that you have to manifest from the essence, from the soul, not from the ego, right? Like there's a big difference. Absolutely. And and one thing too, I love what you said. The thing I would add is we have to understand that sometimes we're going to get, no, manifestation is not magic. Sometimes the answer is no. I have something better for you or something different from you sometimes the answer is not yet because timing is everything you can do the right thing at the wrong time and have a mess mm-hmm. just, just think of martin luther king it is that timing why he was effective right time because sometimes the world it has to be ready and poised to hear your special gift so mm-hmm. no sometimes it's not yet not now and sometimes it's never and can I tell you, I'm so grateful because some of the prayers that I had, I am grateful that they didn't come through because I was not evolved enough and healthy enough to know I was picking my own poison, mm-hmm. my own sorrow. And I didn't know it. And I didn't realize that I was being um, manipulated by the media. So I thought I wanted to because the media will let you make you think that you want something because the media's job, marketing's job is to help you want everything that you're not. Then you can always buy, try to get what I want you to get, right? So the, so I, I'm really, really clear that some of the things that I pray for, it was a blessing because I believe, I believe, I believe in my heart that rejection is redirection always and protection. So that's another, that's another belief that I have. So if I don't get it, I'm thinking, I always think, whoo, something else is good for me. And I'm glad that you saved me for that because we don't remember the, the t- God's time, universe's time sees things on a, on the continuum that we don't see. Mm-hmm. So we might see, and then some things are generational, right? So say that we know, uh, here's a biblical principle that it takes seven generations to to change something, right? This something, but for racism or to get something out of your body, epigenetics, it takes seven. Now, what if I'm number five and I have to do my part to set number six up, the sixth person in a generation? Mm-hmm. Right? Only the all-knowing, omnipotent God universe knows that. So sometimes I say, you know what? It's not my place, but I'm definitely in place. That's not my place, but I'm in place. So it gives me a peace that I am doing exactly what I should be called to do. And if not, guess what? God will steer my soul. And I can't sleep and, I, and I'm irritated and I'm frustrated and, and, I, and I'm sad and I, and I feel stuck. You will be alerted when you're off track because you will have peace. So can you give us a quick overview of how manifesting has sort of the history of it and how it's sort of how it's been westernized? Because it's really like you said in the beginning, it's an ancient practice. It's not a new age practice. Yes. Oh, and I, and I love that question because we hear all this new age, you know, um, spiritual laws, all this even before we had paper and pen, we were manifesting. Why? Because we're spiritual beings having a human experience. 
and manifestation is spiritual. So we came to the world manifesting. And so this is how I try to, uh, try to explain it. If I use an acronym called MOVE, M-O-V-E, to show how manifestation was before it was westernized, okay? The M stands for we came to the world understanding that manifestation was part of who I was. It was me. I get to manifest. It was rationalized and it became marketed. So now you have me over, then you have rationalized marketed. So I say I came to or me came to create. Westernized market came for you to crave mm. something that you're not. So that's the M. The O is for the origin. To me, the old wisdom says, Sharon, the way you manifest is unique. It's unique based on your culture, it's unique about how you wire, it's unique based on your expression, origin. Western says you have to manifest like this, five steps to this, three steps to that, seven steps to this. They, they try to market it. You can't market the sacred, but they try to market it. So what does that do? It makes me start questioning, wait a minute, if, if I am not, if my manifestation doesn't look like that, I'm wrong. I must not can manifest. You see how seductive that is? Mm -hmm. Because we start allowing the Westerners, whoever has the media, to say it needs to look like this. Why do they want to do that? Because you, then you have to always buy from me. So you have to remember, we came to the world, all of us came to the world to be purposeful. Manifestation. Westerners wants us to be predictable. Why? Because then it can control us. And then you always have to get what you want from me. I make you a servant of something that's spiritual. Right? So here's the V, right? The V is values. The, the, the indigenous people, the African people, the, the, I'm also Cherokee, right? Our values were that you manifest for the people, for the planet, for, um, for purpose. And, and then after all of that, as a result, you become profitable. See the difference. The people get to for the, the common good. We protect the planet. You don't abuse the planet to manifest. And it's the purpose, whatever that purpose is. And then after that, it's profitable. And profitable is not only money. Profitable might be liberation of women, liberation of old people, making these accessible for people who are differently able. Pro money is only one form of currency. It is the lowest form. Right? So here is the westernized. Me, mine, money, and and um and um material. You see the difference? Mm -hmm. If you look about culture, the indigenous culture, it was all about community. Let's pray together. Let's 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 call in the sources, do our dance, do our drums, or do our whatever we do, call in the manifestation, because it's going to benefit all of us. It was not my money, me, me, my mind, all of that. Values. The E stands for, in, in the indigenous cultures, manifesting is for everyone. Mm -hmm. Rational I said is for the elite and for the, ex and for the exceptions. That's why I'm always baffled when I see all white men with all these mega uh, empires financially about manifestation. You didn't even create that. Mm-hmm. You didn't create it. So what happens is I, I come and I, I monetize the sacred. 
These are sacred things that the Native Americans were doing it way before. You know, all the natives are indigenous people. Now, what happened was it looked different. That's colonization. But since it didn't look like the dominant culture, it's not important. But it was important. You, you didn't see a lot of, of fighting over material things if, in, in a, a pre-colonization America because it was a different value system. It was family. It was enoughness. It was, you know, we didn't need big homes and big clothes, you know. But however, you come over, it's me, my mind, my material, money, and Maserati. Now, the good thing about it, now we're starting to see a little turn is that I want to make money to help the masses. Now we're seeing that. But we didn't see that, you know, Mm -hmm. It was like, I just get, I want to get paid, get mine, get big and the hell with everyone else. And that's, right. you know, most of the world's money is what, what do they say about 26 families? It's no way that should happen. Be but we have people even on social media chasing money. I feel like chase meaning and the money will come. Or mm -hmm. have a vision, because here's my spiritual beliefs, where there's vision, God gets provision. So if I have a vision to do something big, the money is going to come. The resource is going to come. When I'm doing something for the common good, because the common good is God's good. It's not just about Sharon. So to me, I believe in a more holistic approach to manifest. I hate that it's, it's to me, for lack of a better word, pimped. I mm -hmm. seven steps, eight steps, secret. The secret is not a secret. The secret was out too many years ago. <laughs> well, and I also think like even just saying manifest, because really what you're doing and what you're talking about is co-creating. Yes. Right. You're co-creating that. It's not something you just sit on your ass and like pray for and it happens. Yes. Your point is, is that there has to be real intention, but intention and movement behind mm -hmm. that manifestation and prayer to co-create that intention or outcome. Right, you you gotta participate in what you pray about. Because remember, faith has feet, and if your faith has no feet, it's not really faith. Because it, you know, faith without works is dead. I like to look at manifest as man, I feast. Man, I feast on the goodness of God. That's how I look at manifest. Mm -hmm. Man, I feast, but not just me. Because I'm, I feel like I would be blessed to be a blessing. I don't think hoarding is holy. I think helping is holy. I think mm -hmm. people help, hope, and healing are holy. Now, I didn't say hoarding. Help, hope, and healing. Then I'm doing, to me, the universe's work. Hoarding is about ego. Help, holding, and healing is about the environment. The, the, and not just the environment, but the ecosystem, the people system everything because nothing should be abused in in the name of manifestation i should the, the there should not be all these fires and cutting down and, and extinction animals dying and we and we losing breeds because i'm manifesting it doesn't work that way well oh my god there's so much in this episode i feel like it's going to require one or two or three listens to to pull in all the nuggets and goodies that you've given us. But where can people find you if they want to learn more about the work you're doing, if they want to learn from you? Oh, yes. Well, first, thanks so much for the opportunity. I, I'm so honored. I love these conversations. Um, they can contact me. Everything is SharonJameson.com. Everything is 
Instagram, everything is my name. But I also have a program coming up called I, I Dare to Be Me. And I Dare to Be Me, we talk about manifestation and, and how can we decolonize it so that people can tap into it. Because you can't tap into something that you think that you're not worthy of or that something that that only certain people can have. Manifestation is for everyone. And I want people to know that and feel that in their bones. Well, Sharon, thank you so much. And I am sure that people can feel your magnetism and your light. I wish that I don't do video, people don't see the video, but I wish that people could see your light because it is just, you just illuminate life. And when you and I spoke the first time we did a little pre-call, it was the same way. And I feel like I'm so grateful that you broke all of this down for us today, that you agreed to come on the program. And I'm just grateful for what you're bringing into the world, because I know that there are definitely people who are going to be healed by your work and probably already have been. But thank you so much for your time. Like what you heard today and want to hear more? wondering what comes next and what it all means, head over to Apple Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, or anywhere you get your podcasts and hit subscribe. Also, if you could take a minute to rate and review my podcast, I would really appreciate it. Stay tuned as we continue to explore life, death, and the space between. <laughs>